Melbourne AA Steps Weekend 2017. This is Laura talking about Step 10. Good morning everyone, my name is Laura and I am an alcoholic. Um, thank you very much to the Heidelberg Working With Others group for this wonderful weekend. Um, it's so wonderful to be a part of this. Um, as you can see, I'm quivering. <laughs> but, um, you know, I was just thinking, like, I'm alive today. I'm alive and um, that is an absolute miracle. Um, I'm sober and that is another miracle. And those two things I have so much gratitude for. So, um, yeah, so I'm just going to try to calm myself. Anyway, my home group is come on down to Camperdown. We meet every Thursday night and um, I love my home group and I love, I love our group and um, what we do at Camperdown is um, first we introduce the steps. So step 10, continue to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. And then we read the long version. So I'm going to do that and hopefully that's going to really help me calm down. <laughs> So this is from the book of Alcoholics Anonymous, page 86. And, no, it's not. It's from page 84, sorry. So this thought brings us to step 10, which suggests we continue to take personal inventory and continue to set right any new mistakes as we go along. We vigorously commence this way of living as we cleaned up the past. We have entered the world of the spirit. Our next function is to grow in understanding and effectiveness. This is not an overnight matter. It should continue for our lifetime. Continue to watch for selfishness, dishonesty, resentment and fear. When these crop up, we ask God at once to remove them. We discuss them with someone immediately and make amends quickly if we have harmed anyone. Then we resolutely turn our thoughts to someone we can help. Love and tolerance of others is our code. And we have ceased fighting anyone or anything, even alcohol. For by this time, sanity will have returned. We will seldom be interested in liquor. If tempted, we recoil from it as from a hot flame. We react sanely and normally, and we will find that this has happened automatically. We will see that our new attitude toward liquor has been given us without any thought or effort on our part. It just comes. That is the miracle of it. We are not fighting it, neither are we avoiding temptation. We feel as though we have been placed in a position of neutrality, safe and protected. We have not even sworn off. Instead, the problem has been removed. It does not exist for us. We are neither cocky nor are, or are we afraid. That is our experience. That is how we react so long as we keep in fit spiritual condition. It is easy to let up on the spiritual program of action and rest on our laurels. We are headed for trouble if we do. For alcohol is a subtle foe. We are not cured of alcoholism. What we really have is a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. Every day is a day when we must carry the vision of God's will into all of our activities. How can I best serve thee? Thy will, not mine, be done. These are thoughts which must go with us constantly. 
We can exercise our willpower along this line all we wish. It is the proper use of the will. So much has already been said about receiving strength, inspiration and direction from him who has all knowledge and power. If we have carefully followed directions, we have begun to sense the flow of his spirit into us. To some extent, we have become God conscious. We have begun to develop this vital sixth sense, but we must go further, and that means more action. Wow, I just love that reading. So that's the long version of step 10. And um, my alarm's going off for me to call my sponsor. <laughs> um, I call my sponsor once a week now <laughs> at this time. So, <laughs> And I just love, you know, that that is an opportunity for me to run by all of these things that, you know, I might need to discuss. I might to, need to run some things by her. Um, look, honestly, guys, I am so grateful. I'm a little bit calmer now, but I am so grateful to be here. And, um, you know, I'm just so grateful to be a part of this fantastic movement. And I'm so grateful to have been restored to sanity. And, um, you know, on a good day, I can react sanely and normally to most situations, which is an absolute gift, because I came into this fellowship. Um, I was... I was abstaining from all alcohol and all um, substances, but I was really insane. Um, <laughs> I was um, really untreated and undisciplined, and I justified my insanity by saying, yes, but I'm not drinking, and, you know... Um, I think a few people have spoken about this over the weekend, that pain is a beautiful catalyst that motivates us to actually look at some of this stuff and... Um, I'm really, really grateful that I was able to look at this stuff and look at these steps and um, I saw that it had worked in others and I was able to put in these beautiful actions and go through this process um, of, you know, one to nine and then, honestly, the wonder and the, the absolute joy of having these promises materialise in my life because, you know, I did really suffer. I really was, um, you know, textbook in, in all these bedevilments. I was, before I took these steps, I had been, you know, not drinking and not using any substances for over a year and I was still totally unemployable, um, miserable, depressed, all of these things, um, full of resentment, full of fear, so selfish, so... Um, had no ability to control any of my emotions. I was throwing shoes at my three-year-old daughter. <laughs> but, you know, that was what made me sort of say, OK, there's a problem. There's a problem, and it's not the alcohol. It's not the alcohol because there's no alcohol here. And, um, you know, to be able to then do this process and look at myself and um, honestly look at how selfish I was and how undisciplined I was and to be shown a different way of living, um, to be shown how to take inventory and to be shown how to make amends and to develop a conscious relationship with God who I don't understand. You know, I don't understand and I love, I don't need to understand God. I just need to have faith and, um, you know, so many miracles have occurred in my life um, through this process of these steps. Um, so here I am, I've made my amends and, um, you know, 
I'm now employed. I'm now, you know, I've set right relationships with my family members. Um, I'm living on a whole new, different world. I have entered the world of the spirit. I love it. I love it here in the world of the spirit. It's the most beautiful place. I cannot believe that, you know, I'm every morning I'm like on my knees. Thank you, God. Thank you so much for this chance at life. You know, I... I don't deserve it, but I'm so grateful. I'm so, so grateful that, you know, you've given me this chance to be useful, to be loving, to be compassionate. Um, because, you know, I was so, so sick, so sick with all of these resentments, fear, selfishness, dishonesty, you know. It was... I, I, I had become so used to being dishonest that it was like it had become part of my personality. And, um, you know, I'd become so selfish that I couldn't see beyond here. My perception was just absolutely so short-sighted. It was so inward. Um, so, you know, doing Steps 1 to 9, I, I was given a new vision, a new perception, and... Um, it's just such a beautiful way to be in the world and to see the world. And I, I don't think since I was a very small child that I've been able to see like this. Um, oh, thank you. Um, so the way that I practice Step 10 um, for me is, you know, now that I've experienced this beautiful peace and this beautiful way of living and being at ease and you know, having right relationships and um, being able to control my emotional nature on a really good day. But, you know, when I see that I'm not in that state, so I sort of refer to what you hear people say, that you're on the beam. Sometimes I come off the beam. Um, <laughs> and that's okay because I'm human. Just because I've done these steps does not mean that I am not a human anymore. I will always be prone to the natures of the human condition and, um, you know, I love that. I love being human today. <laughs> I used to think for a minute that I, that I wasn't. Um, but, you know, today I am able to recognise through what my sponsor has um, passed on to me is, you know, Step 10 is not something that I just do at night. Step 10 is like a walking meditation. So I'm going to, in the morning, ask God to help me to watch for selfishness, dishonesty, resentment and fear. And when these crop up, at once turn to God and ask God to remove them. And I have had some amazing experiences with these, you know, turning to God and asking God to remove them, and having these resentments removed from me like whooshes of, you know, like just being absolutely pulled out from inside of me and removed. And it's like, wow, that is so awesome, you know? Sometimes that is not the case. Sometimes I need to do some work around it. <laughs> I need to go and, you know, talk about it with someone, call my sponsor, or, you know, take it through the process of the inventory. And often, you know, I will need to promptly admit where I'm wrong. And I love that today I can do that. You know, it's okay to say, you know what, I was wrong. I was wrong by doing that. I was wrong by saying that. That was wrong of me. You know, I don't even need to say I, I'm sorry. Just admitting that I was wrong and I'm not perfect is, you know, huge growth for me. 
because you know my ego would tell me that you know this is you know my ego would tell me that I'm better than or less than you know I should be saying sorry I had a mother's one of my mother's friend once timed me in a matter of 10 minutes how many times I said sorry this was was a long time ago and she said, you've just said you're sorry 48 times in 10 minutes. And I was like, oh, I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. You know, I was like always sorry, always sorry, but never wrong. You know? It was always your fault. It was always someone else's fault. Anyway, look, it's not like that today. I am totally responsible for the way that I react. And if I'm being insane and if I'm being abnormal, then I have to look at that. And I have to see, you know... Do I have expectations? Do I have desired outcomes? Um, yes, <laughs> often I do. But, you know, it's another prayer that I pray every morning is to ask God to divorce me from those expectations and those desired outcomes. And, you know, all this morning I've been just throwing this share at God's feet. I'm like just flinging it at God's feet. Look, you take this. This is yours. I, will, I don't want to have um, desired plans around how this should be and that's huge growth for me because I remember once the first time I did a big share like this I wrote it out word for word and I was like reading it like this anyway so I've got all these beautiful notes here in case I have like some sort of strange mental blank spot which sometimes does happen but you know I'm just so grateful that I have got this program and I've got these wonderful tools and my sponsor taught me that you know the, oh, that's my alarm to call my sponsor again. Um, <laughs> thank God for sponsors, hey? Thank God for this program. You know, people say that um, there's no book how to live life. You know, we don't get a book. We don't get any instructions. Well, actually, we do. And um, it's awesome. It's so cool. It's like this stuff is just... It's just been, it has just so drastically changed my life that I am so, I am really enthusiastic about this program and I'm really, you know, what it has done for me is just like absolutely, un, I cannot believe it. Thank you so much. Um, so, um, definitely today I feel the flow of God's spirit in my life and um, I'm so very grateful for it. I'm so very grateful for you know, the love and grace of God today and the fact that I'm sober and the fact that I can string more than three sentences together and they actually are connected. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it wasn't the case. It really wasn't. I was absolutely like there were, you know, my family had concerns for my mental health. I, they really thought that I had, you know, and even I did, I really thought that I had done like a irreversible damage and so today to stand here to have been restored to sanity and to have some ideas about what it is that is actually the um, behaviours that I need to be practising, the principles I need to be practising to actually be um, spiritually fit. Um, you know, I, I still, like this is no, by no means I'm saying I'm perfect for God's sakes. I am not perfect, but I can actually work towards being better every day through this process and through the process of um, self-reflection and then, you know, asking for guidance and what is it that I need to do tomorrow that's going to be better. You know, this observation. Now I'm having a little look at my 
notes and just seeing if there's anything I should... Okay, there's one thing I'll talk about in these last... I was the world's most undisciplined person. I left home when I was 14 years old because I had lost all respect for my parents because they had their own problems and they had their own, you know, troubles and I thought that they were just so badly behaved. And I thought, I'm not going to listen to anything they say. How dare they tell me what to do? Look at the way they're behaving. So I went off out into the world at 14 and um, decided to live life the way I thought it should be lived. And that obviously was with a lot of alcohol and other substances and all this other crazy behaviour. So for me, I, I was never disciplined, you know. So today to have been shown by um, a really loving sponsor and an even, no, equally as loving sponsor and equally as loving higher power, God, that how to be disciplined and the peace and the joy that I get from that discipline. You know, there is nothing that fills my heart more than waking up and getting on my knees and, and, and talking to God and, you know, throughout the day connecting with God and being grateful for everything that I have and for all these blessings, these this abundance that I have in my life today. Because, you know, this selfishness and self-pity, when it comes up for me, I forget about everything. I forget about everything that I've got and everything that God's given me and all these miracles and all these amends that have gone so beautifully and, you know, all this self-awareness that I now have around how I was and how I can be very quickly if I don't stay on top of this and don't stay connected to God, to the fellowship, to my sponsor, to working with others. You know, I love that. I've used this very practically. Um, I just jump tangents, but that's okay. I've used this very practically. Then we resolutely turn our thoughts to someone we can help. And I think service is a fantastic thing to have in your life because I've had times you know, in the last year where, you know, it's been really not easy and I've had stuff come up that, you know, situations that have happened where resentment will happen and fear will happen. It is part of the human condition and relationships will do that to you. Um, So to be able to ask God at once to remove it, take inventory if I need to, but then to have somewhere to turn my attention to where I can be helpful, you know, to have service to, okay, well, what is it that I need to do for that job? Um, Okay, I need to get that list out. I need to order those books. I need to do, you know, to have somewhere to be helpful is, like, so awesome so that I don't have to sit there in my own mess. It's like, oh, so that is so cool. So, um... Anyway, I, um, I'm just so very grateful and um, I just love that, you know, this program has given me a way out of myself and a way, it gives me a very beautiful, this tells me exactly what I need to do and it tells me that this is going to continue for my lifetime. So I, I'm only very new at this, but I am extremely grateful and I love, you know, that we're all here together, we're all living in this solution and if you are new or you haven't done these steps, I would highly suggest that you jump on in and let this be, you know, so that, you know, just go in and just have faith, you know, trust in God, clean house, help others, but to have your own experience with this and then make a um, judgment on whether it's going to work for you or not. (laughs) 
because um, honestly, it is just the best thing that you can ever do for yourself, honestly. Anyway, I'm just really grateful to have been um, part of this wonderful weekend. I've gotten so much out of it and, uh, and I just love the Heidelberg Working With Others group. You guys are awesome and um, yeah, thanks very much for having me. Information about the annual Melbourne AA Steps Weekend is available from www.stepsweekend.aagroup.org.au Thanks for letting us share.